You have a... Have you ever uh, pulled a dish out or a cup from your cabinet and put something in it just to realize that it was fucking dirty? Because that's what I just did. So, egg on my face, right? Yeah. But, anywho, we will be starting this off with the Los Angeles Lakers winning their 17th title. Yes, I said 17th. Uh, on the back of LeBron, as you know, final Finals MVP LeBron. Uh, first time for a player to win Finals MVP with three different teams. And then, speaking of three different teams, the same Danny Green that was receiving death threats, uh, he he now has three three titles to three different teams. So, uh, you know, you find a good path around the league and, you know, good things happen, I guess. But I just think it's ridiculous anyways. Um, I mean, I mean, granted, yeah, he did miss that shot. What was it, game game five? Okay, he missed the shot um, that I think wouldn't even have won the game. It just it would have tied it up. So, I mean, there was still a chance the Lakers could have lost in overtime if that were to happen. Um, I just think it's a little ridiculous for people to go out and, uh, you know, people who probably don't shoot a basketball professionally professionally themselves to uh, go out and, uh, you know, ridic ridicule someone in such a uh, critical time of their, their game slash career, I guess. Um, especially when he was on the quote-unquote better team, um, on the team that was up in a seven-game series already. So, yeah, just a little, little ridiculous in my eyes. But uh, other than that, I mean, sh shout-out Danny Green, man. I mean, you know, he... Part of the team, he he gets a ring too. You know, same same with him on the uh, the Raptors. What was it last year? And uh, back with the Spurs, uh, I think a few years ago now, if if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, shout out Lakers. That that was pretty cool. Um, the bubble has officially been popped. Is what I have to say about it. Cause you got to think, what was it? A handful of months they were. They were in that bubble without family, without family, without kids, you know, spouses, uh, this and that, which, which is kind of crazy because the, uh, the other podcasts I listen to, they're, uh, they're based in Miami. So of course, you know, they're, they're rooting for Miami, Butler, uh, Crowder, uh, Tyler, Tyler Hero, uh, specifically cause, uh, he, he was going off there for, you know, uh, a few games. And it was funny because they were they were butting heads about it, saying that, uh, oh, you know, Tyler Hero's going off. He's hitting this shot. He's hitting that shot. You know, man, he's unstoppable. And then uh, the other gentleman that I listened to was like, yeah, but but this this isn't on the road. This isn't in front of crowds or nothing. Which don't get me wrong. That point, I take in, I take into consideration. You know, very, very much so. But on the other hand, for to me, this whole bubble thing. And I'm not saying you have to agree. I'm just saying this whole bubble thing. These are professional ball players, just playing ball. I mean, granted, yeah, yeah. There, there's no jet lag. There's no, there's no home away. Yada yada. Uh, yeah, of course, there's no fans. But this, this, this is like, this is like you and your buddies going to the gym and just, just playing. I mean, you know, most of the games I play in the gym, you know, I, I don't have, you know, twenty, thirty, thirty-five thousand people either cheering me on or, or rooting against me, you know, that's, 
that's just how it is. I, I mean, th- this bubble is just, you know, they're they're playing ball in the gym pretty much. So, so for for Tyler Hero, I think, I don't think he's even twenty one at this point. To to go out there and and shoot in the face of LeBron, shoot in the face of a, you know, uh, experienced. Uh, who am I trying to think of? The the Celtic ex- experienced Celtics players, uh, and just. Whoever, whoever else he faced on the road. I mean, I mean to be twenty, that that's crazy. I mean, I, I was still running around being a hoodlum, you know, borrowing money from my dad when I was twenty. You know, this guy's out here, you know, with his name on the back of the jersey. You know, putting the, you know, putting the city on his back. You know, excuse me. But it it was it was definitely interesting the 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 bubble in general. I mean, because we all remember the Suns. The Suns went into the bubble. Uh, with a slight chance to make the playoffs, uh, actually went eight and zero. Did not lose in the bubble, which which was cool to see. But then got deflated with, yeah, you guys aren't invited. Uh, yeah, we, we we brought you along, and you know you guys you guys warmed up and did your stretching and this and that. But no, you you guys aren't coming with. So, but it it. Just crazy in general, man. The the whole bubble itself just crazy in general. But moving on from that, like I said, Lakers take it all in six, 17th title, um, tying them with uh, Boston, if I'm not mistaken. Like I said, uh, LeBron, MVP. Um, I, I, I wouldn't say necessarily the entire way was carried by AD, but AD was one hell of a factor. Uh, for for that entire team, not not just LeBron, but I mean, you you had Kuzma starting, what was it, majority of the games, even outside the finals, had you know Kuzma starting, and I, I I'm not against Kuzma, um, you know the whole uh, petition for him not to uh, not to get a ring if they won that that was kind of funny, because uh, you know last night when they were all popping bottles and stuff, and and you had people doing. Uh, Instagram lives and and recording this and recording that you know there there was a little little meme I guess going around saying uh that Kuz wasn't allowed to touch the trophy um which which is just you know it, that's fucking hilarious really if you think about it because uh, I I'm the type of person if I was in you know if I was in his shoes and and I was it it's not that I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say that he underperformed because as we all know you know. I'm not a professional ball player. I'm not saying I could take him one-on-one. I'm not saying I could take anybody in the NBA one-on-one. But to be a starter for any team, mm-hmm. not not even not even just the Lakers. Uh, yeah, I forgot to mute my phone again. Sorry about that. But uh, to be a starter on any NBA team is just... You, you have some sort of expectations. Am I wrong? You, you have expectations to do something. Just... Just something. And, you know, when, when you go to the box score after that game or the game before or two games before, and you see he's got two, four, six points, um, as a starter, it's it's just, you know, it, it's a little mind-boggling. But it is what it is, man. He He's young. I, I don't know exactly how young he is. Uh, he might be my age, might be a little younger. But, I mean, that's cool. Um, for him to... For him to be on the Lakers uh, for the beginning of this season, to um, have the what was it the second best record in the season, 
the second best record in the season uh, before all this uh, virus shit happening, um, before the uh, the bubble plan being executed. Um, I mean, really, just what I'm trying to say is, I, I mean, the kid had a hell of a season. I mean, stats or not, I mean, to to be on the Lakers, uh, like I said, start of the season, had this virus shit hit, um, get on a bus, get on a plane, whatever, whatever it was, to be taken to this bubble, um, to to play along alongside AD, alongside LeBron, uh, you know, ha- have a have the Lakers acquire J.R. Smith, which you know, don't get me wrong, I don't know all the stats, but I. I don't think he did a whole lot. Um, Caruso, um, if you uh, if you seen my Instagram, I made the joke that a uh, Caruso Caruso uh, actually got a ring before Harden and Westbrook, which you know you got to take you know you got to take the jokes when you can get them, you know. But in my defense, I also said that before that happened because uh, I, I you know I just, I just made the point that I thought it'd be hilarious for someone like Caruso, which you know. And, and going back to stats, you know, I, I don't, I don't think, you know, most games he's a, he's an MVP candidate. But I mean, you, you just see him out there, and, and dude's got the heart of a lion. I mean, it, it's, and and same thing, same thing. Like what what I was saying with Kuzma is to is to be out there with someone, um, like LeBron, like AD, who, when they step on the court, you know, it's just all business. That that's all it is. I mean. I, I believe, I like to believe LeBron has fun, but I mean, what is it, 17, 18 years, 35 years old, um, he's probably made most of his his income, you know, through the NBA, so I mean, if you invest 17, 18 years of your life into something, I mean, that's that's probably one of your highest priorities, which uh, which is cool, I mean, he's great, um, I'm, I'm, I probably won't ever get into the uh, the GOAT conversation on this channel, just because uh, that's so opinionated, it's it's not even funny. Um, I'm all I'm all into taking you know opinions, but I mean I, if, if we're being honest, I didn't witness a lot of Michael Jordan's time um, when he actually played. Uh, I've seen a lot a lot of highlights, uh, seen a lot of stats. Um, to be honest, I haven't even seen the Last Dance all the way through the the docu the documentary that they did on him. I didn't I haven't seen that all the way through so. Uh, so, you know, the, the whole goat conversation, you know, that, that can sit aside when it comes to, uh, to this channel. But like I said before, moved on from that, uh, go Lakers. Um, you know, uh, they said they did it for Kobe, which I, I, I believe, um, just with all the circumstances and, and what's happened, all, all the crazy shit that's happened this year, um. It, it, it was definitely cool for them to wrap it up and, uh, you know, e- even be able to say that, you know, they did it for Kobe because, because granted, I mean, if, you know, say, say the Heat would have took it to seven and, and ended up taking it. I mean, I, I believe that regardless, you know, uh, LeBron still would have said it would have, it would have been for Kobe no matter what. Um, and even if it was game seven, he took it, you know, I, I'd like to believe that, you know, uh, Kobe would have been proud of him. Um, given the circumstances, I mean, like I said, uh, you know, they, they were living in a fucking bubble, dude. Like, like just, just get that in your head. Just, just, you know, oh, the bubble, you know, yeah, basketball's back, you know, basketball's happening, which, (coughs) which, you know, that's, that's what us sports fans think about, but I'm also, (coughs) 
excuse me, uh, I'm also the type of person to, to hear bubble and these motherfuckers were inside of a bubble. They, they didn't get to leave. What was it? The, uh, the, the property, the, yeah, the property of the, the, the Disney hotels or whatever the hell it was like, they didn't get to leave, man. That's, that's crazy. Like, I, I don't want to compare it to prison because because we all know that's that's not even close. But it's like you 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 have to do your job because that you know as we all know you know uh, players were given the choice not not to not to come with, which is totally understandable. Um, I, I think there was a player or two. I mean, probably a handful. But uh, you know, they they had just had newborns. Um, just had a uh, just had a child born. This and that. Um. Which, you know, they were like, nah, I'm cool, I'm gonna kick it back home. Which, you know, totally totally respectable, totally understandable. And then you got fucking Caruso, who missed his fucking sister's wedding. Hey, Alex, uh, I'm getting married this weekend, you know, you're totally invited. Uh, so-and-so would like you to come. Nah, bitch! We got the 17 title on our mind, I ain't going nowhere, I am locked in! My headband's still on, like... It, it's crazy, man, it, it's crazy. In this bubble, like... In a bubble... Like the fucking what? What's that? What's that bubble called on a, a SpongeBob? The the fucking Superdome or Super Bubble, whatever the fuck you call it. Like motherfuckers were playing ball there. Like it. It it's just insane. But anyways, for the third time, I will move on from that. Um, I do want to get into some NFL news. Uh, as most of you guys saw. Um, Dak Prescott did go down yesterday against the Giants, um, so best of luck to him. Because I I didn't see it happen live, but of course you know I I seen the replays and the images. Uh, shit did not look too pretty. Um, what I got out of it was a compound fracture and dislocation of the right ankle, and I believe he was set for surgery last night. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Um. There was a picture that his brother, I believe, posted. Um, they were both, you know, they were both looking okay. They were both smiling. Um, I don't know if that was pain, pain meds or not, which I'm not taking a knock at him. I'm just saying um, I'm in nowhere near the shape that is that Dak is in. So uh, you get a professional defensive player to, you know, twist my ankle the wrong fucking way. I probably wouldn't be smiling. But... <clears throat> like I said, uh, best of luck to him. And hopefully, I, I mean, I'm not a doctor. Um, you'd have to ask somebody else. Um, would we see him before the season's over? Um, I, I, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, um, I'm probably the last when it comes to medical advice on anything like that. <clears throat> so, I mean, would it be cool? I mean, of course, yeah. I mean, get him back out there playing the game he loves, um, you know, with, with him, with him at the, at the reins of the Cowboys, I mean, I, I'm the type of person, yeah, I'll talk shit on the Cowboys, I mean, but, I mean, if we're being legit, man, I mean, him at quarterback, you got Zeke, uh, Cooper, uh, CeeDee Lamb, uh, Gallup, I forgot the, uh, I forgot the tight end's name, uh, and then, Nine times out of ten, you know, they, they've always had a decent line. So, I mean, speaking offensively, you know, the the Cowboys last few years, they, they've been they've been ready to go, man. But 
they're just one of those teams I think that like to uh, beat themselves up. Um, as you know, they got a Mike McCarthy, the former uh, Green Bay coach. So with him, I I'm guessing he's the play caller. Um, so you know him being the former Packer coach, uh, kind of rooting for him. But now when it comes to them coming up against the Packers, if that were to play out, nah, they ain't got a chance. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. But uh, anyways, moving on from that, like I said, best of luck to him. Uh, in other news, the Broncos and Patriots game uh, got moved to next Sunday rather than tonight. Uh, I believe it was going to be them along with the Saints and the Chargers. So we were... We were set up for another doubleheader on Monday night, but that's not going to happen. The Saints wide receiver Michael Thomas, I guess, will be benched for an altercation with a teammate. Um, at first, uh, the uh, speculations were injury, uh, but further reports came out, and I guess it was an altercation with a teammate. So that's that, that, that's not funny, but I mean, you know, probably. Probably said he wasn't the uh, best slants runner in the game or something, you know. But, uh, yep, there's that again. Um, Justin Herbert, man, will for the uh, speaking of Monday Night Football, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, I guess moving forward for the Chargers, will be the starter. Uh, still unclear if Cam Newton, Stefan Gilmore will play. Um, I know we all heard about that about a week or two ago. Um, you know, best of luck to them. Um, it, it just sucks that, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a virus, you know, everybody and anybody can get it, but, uh, you know, when you're, when you're a fan of something and, and, you know, someone like Cam Newton, we all know his story, you know, his, his past off season and, um, getting released from the Panthers, whatnot. It just uh, kind of sucks for him to to be back on the come up, and then you know get slapped in the face by this you know gosh darn virus. But best of luck to him. Same with Stephon Gilmore, the reigning defensive player of the year, um, aka uh, DK Metcalf's son, as we know. But uh, anyways. Getting into some uh, some scores and stats, um, run through these for you guys. Uh, first one I had down was the uh, 4-0 Steelers. Well, now the 4-0 Steelers against the now 1-3-1 Eagles. Uh, Steelers pulled off pulled off the win, 38-29. Carson Wentz, he went for 20 of 35, 258 yards, two touchdowns along with two picks. Jalen Hurts, I didn't see the game. Um, I had him down for one completion uh, of one attempt, 18 yards. Nothing nothing spectacular there. Like I said, I, I didn't watch the game. Uh, sticking to offense, off, sticking to offense, Miles Sanders, uh, 11 carries, 80 yards, two touchdowns. Um, I think one of the touchdowns, uh, I think I had overheard it. It was like a 70, 75-yard run, something like that. So big ups to him. Uh, Travis Fulgham, Fulgham, I I don't know. Uh, botched that name most likely. I'm sorry. Uh, had never heard of him. Not gonna lie. But a uh, big old day for him. Ten receptions, a buck fifty-two through the air, and a touchdown. So 
Shout out to him. Um, I'm going to guess he came from the pra uh, practice squad because I think it was like a week or so ago. My brother's a huge Philly fan. Um, he said, like I said, uh, about a week ago, I think it was, uh, oh, what did he say? He said one active receiver, I think, um, coming into that game or something like that. Some some crazy ass, uh, some crazy ass stat. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, Travis, uh, if you came off the practice squad, dude, that's, that's how you do it, man. I mean, that's, that's why they have practice squads. That's why, uh, you know, there, there's, uh, personnel inside the organization, inside the team that, uh, they look out for guys like that. You know, they, they look at the roster. Oh damn, man, we're, we're down three, four, five receivers. You know, we need somebody to catch the ball, uh, go out, find someone, uh, find someone like Travis boom comes in. Like I said, with the, with all due respect, never heard of him. Uh, 10 catches, 152 yards, and a touchdown. So, uh, big props to him. Big Ben was looking at uh, 27 to 34, 239, and three touchdowns. Uh, a big part of that was rookie. Yes, I say rookie from Canada, uh, Mr. Chase Claypool, with only only seven receptions, but a buck ten through the air, three touchdowns. Also one on the ground. Um, I think they said he was the, the fourth rookie um, to put put up four four touchdowns in a game for a rookie season, something like that. Uh, but, yeah, I uh, I got to catch some of that game. Uh, dude was just everywhere, man. Um, he was here. He was there. Uh, he wasn't here, uh, but he was over there. But he wasn't over there, but he was over there. It, yeah, he was – dude was everywhere, so uh, – so you know him, him alongside Juju. Um, I think Vance McDonald still the tight end. Uh, who they got? James James Washington, I believe, is their second or third receiver. I guess I I don't know what order they have him in on the roster, but uh, uh, even if this is Ben's last year, man, I I think that receiver core is that that's a legit receiving core. Uh, James Conner, love James Conner, his story. Um, Benny Snell, man, he uh. I, I think backup-wise, uh, short yardage, uh, goal-to-go situations, I, I think he could do it, man. Uh, we all know about him at a, at Kentucky. You know, he, he was a beast at Kentucky. So him coming in, I'm, I'm thinking, if I'm not mistaken, his second year in the league. Um, so him sitting behind someone like James Conner, that's cool. Uh, The Dolphins, man. The Dolphins. Fucking smack the 49ers on the fucking butt. I mean, like, like the 49ers fucking stole something. 43. 43 to 17. The Dolphins beat the 49ers. Uh, did not watch that game, but, uh, laughed at the fucking box score, because that's funny. Because, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he went out there and said, I'm gonna throw 22 for 28. 350 yards and three touchdowns. Preston Williams, um, don't know of him, not going to lie. Uh, four receptions, uh, 106 yards and a touchdown to go along with Devontae Parker, who had two receptions, only 50 yards and a touchdown. So, I mean, that air attack, I don't I don't know if they were just good or San Francisco's secondary just, you know, shit, shit the bed, I guess. I mean, didn't show up, whatever. Uh, speaking of shit in the bed, Jimmy Garoppolo actually got benched. Uh, for CJ beat beat hard. It, it it's spelled out beat hard, man. I I don't know how to say it. CJ beat hard. I don't know. Uh, 
So once Garoppolo got benched, I, I didn't even write his stats down because, uh, I mean, to one, to get benched. Yeah, it, it's fucked up to get benched. I understand that. But to get benched against the Dolphins, that's, ooh, that, that's definition of oof right there. Uh, Mr. CJ threw a 50%, 9 of 18, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, that's about all I got for that. But just the overall score, that that's funny because, uh, yeah, that's that's just funny. The 49ers, you know, coming off a Super Bowl run. And uh, Dolphins came in and said, yeah, we don't give a shit. We're going to smack you in the fucking mouth and you're going to like it. But, anywho, speaking of upsets, the Las Vegas, yes, I said that, Las Vegas Raiders uh, come away 40-32 to over the defending champs, man. Derek Carr, 22 of 31, 347 yards, three touchdowns, and yes, one interception. Josh Jacobs, which uh, my brother, the Philly fan, he's really sold on. And I mean, uh, the more I get to see him play and the more stats I read, um, yeah, he, he's he's about it, man. Uh, Josh Jacobs, 23 carries, 77 yards, two touchdowns. So uh, you had Josh Jacobs on your fantasy, he probably... He probably gave you a pretty little penny. Um, the rookie, Henry Ruggs, uh, from Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, only two catches for 118 yards and a touchdown. That's who who didn't cover their guy? Who didn't cover their guy, man? Uh, the tight end, Darren Waller and Nelson Aguilar, they had a touchdown apiece. Then uh, on the opposite side... Uh, Patrick Mahomes threw for 43 times. He completed 22 of them, 340 yards, two touchdowns, and an interception. I don't know who got the interception, but, uh, I mean, only went in by eight points. Uh, that that one interception, man, that probably crucial. Like I said, I, I didn't watch the entire game or nothing. I don't know at what point it came, but, I mean, only only eight points for Kansas City in that, in that offense? That's, oof, oof. Uh, speaking of that offense, Travis Kelsey, he had him eight receptions, 108 yards and a touchdown, had him on my fantasy. Uh, I think he did like 20-something, 20 20-something, 20 I think, which, uh, which Mike, if you're listening, you uh, you may come away with it, so uh, fuck you, buddy, but uh, no. Nah. Uh, Tyreek Hill, uh, no touchdowns. He had uh, three receptions, 78 yards. Uh, Sammy Watkins, he he was barely in there. Two receptions, 24 yards, and a touchdown. Um, NFL-wise, that is all I got for now. So I'm just going to run through the the slate for the uh, college games I got got down, and we will go from there. Uh, I'll start off with uh, the defending champs. Um, you know, LSU, we all know they got upset, man, upset 45, 41 Missouri holds into a goal line stand with under a minute left. Uh, did not watch that game. Don't have many stats of that, but, uh, that's, that's another oof, man. I, I, I think, uh, I think an oof category needs to be, uh, implemented in my, uh, in my show here. Cause, uh, there was quite a few oofs, man. Speaking of oofs. Georgia uh, smacked the shit out of Tennessee after a rough start. 
And when I mean rough start, Georgia comes in the second half and scores 27 unanswered. 27. Because I'm pretty sure Tennessee was winning going in the half. And uh, I, I, I even, you know, I texted my brother. He's a Georgia fan. I was like, man, ups, upset alert. Better watch out. Uh, you know, he kept his cool. He didn't say nothing, whatever. Uh, caught the final highlights, box score, whatever. Uh, yeah, 27 unanswered. So, uh, Tennessee with the oof. Oh, and speaking of oofs, um, if you didn't know, I do reside in Fayetteville, Arkansas. If I happen, if I just so happen to get any listeners out of state, I do reside in Fayetteville, Arkansas, home of the Razorbacks. I will sit here. I am not a diehard Razorback fan. Do not get me wrong. Do I cheer for him more often than not? I do. Because being in Fayetteville and seeing the shit they've, they've gone through with, uh, oh, who was who was that big fucker? Uh, Brett, Brett Bielema. Uh, that shit. And then uh, before him with, uh, who was it, Petrino? Petrino. And then I think you had... Bielema, and then Chad Morris, which I, I guess Chad Morris is part of the, the coaching staff of Auburn, so there was that going on, um, and then just up till now, um, it's, Arkansas definitely does make uh, college football fun, now this game uh, depends on who you want to ask, uh, you asked me, I, I did watch that, I, I watched that damn near start to finish, Um. Arkansas definitely had Auburn on the ropes. I think most of the game, and especially only winning thirty to twenty-eight uh, on a field goal um, after a controversial call for um, Bo Nix when he one had trouble handling the snap, um, attempting to spike it, and then after look at it, looking at it, most people thought uh, his attempt to spike was a backwards pass. And heads up to, uh, I, I don't know his name or number, but uh, I think he was like a safety or uh, defensive back for the Razorbacks when that happened. Now, granted, they did blow the play dead, but uh, but dude was, uh, he was hustling, trying to get loose, loose ball. Like I said, they did blow it dead, but um, they, I, I believe Arkansas, I want to say Arkansas ended up challenging it. And everyone, I mean, once they slowed it down and you've seen the replay, everyone was like, Yo, like, they, they can't lift this slide, can they? But, unfortunately, they did. Um, it was 28-27 at that point. Uh, Auburn, Auburn got the bullshit call. So, that set them up with uh, however many uh, seconds they had left. Uh, what, Car- Carlson, I think, is the kicker for for Auburn. Um which is funny about that because the kick before that he actually missed. Um, so him coming up to win the game, I was like, man, you're you know you you miss this one, you you know you're gonna choke, man. You know you're 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 gonna be known for uh, for choking, but nah, dude, uh, dude stayed solid, kept his head down, uh, booted it through. Uh, Auburn got to walk away victorious, thirty twenty eight. Uh, Franks he went he went you know a damn good uh, twenty two for thirty. 318 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, he was going off. Uh, Davion Warren, if I'm saying that correctly, uh, five of those catches went for 95 yards and two touchdowns for him. Bo Nix, uh, not not the prettiest performance, 17-28, uh, a buck 87 through the air, one touchdown. Now, this motherfucker, Tank, this motherfucker's name is Tank Bigsby. Tank. Tank. 
and he plays running back. 20 carries, 146 yards, but no touchdowns. So that was kind of a bummer. Um, you know, I, I think when you play offense, I, I think everyone's, you know, everyone's looking to score, obviously. You know, they they want their uh, their time in the limelight. But, uh, but yeah, 146 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Anthony Swartz, the, uh, the kind of Swiss Army knife for Auburn, uh, he had 10 catches, 100 yards, one touchdown. Uh, moving on from that, uh, number 21, Texas A&M upsets number four, Florida, 41-38, to 38, which I was okay with because I think it was last, last week my brother had brought up the, the rankings and he had said Florida was uh, third or fourth. And I was like, I was like, there's no way. I mean, granted, up to that point, yeah, they were a good team, but I mean, to be top five, to be to be top five, and what the the first or second team behind Bama in in this weird, random ass, crazy, uh, crazy kind of a season we got that it, I was like, I'm I'm not buying it. Which you know, uh, Kyle Trash Trask, sorry, uh, yeah, he's looking legit. Um, Kadarius Tony, that that Swiss Army knife, Swiss Army knife of a player, uh, you know, he's crazy. Kyle Pitts, I mean, he's showing out, man. Uh, Trask went for 23-32, 312 yards, four touchdowns. Kadarius Toney, uh, seven receptions, 92 yards, two touchdowns, not too bad. Uh, and Kyle Pitts, uh, five receptions, 47 yards, and a touchdown, which, if I'm not mistaken, Kyle Pitts has scored at least a touchdown in the, the few games they've played this season. So be on the lookout for him, man. Um, Florida too. I, I think Florida will bounce back. Uh, I think at the you know the end of the season, um, you know, uh, come time, Florida Florida will definitely be be in the runnings for the the SEC in general. So um, this early and with this kind of schedule and environment we have for the the season itself, I'm not going to get in the playoffs. Um, I I may. Uh, when time comes, if there are playoffs to even talk about, that's when I'll talk about playoffs. But uh, you are not going to get playoff talk from me because even if it was a regular season and we had, you know, we we had, you know, everything back to normal, um, I, I probably still wouldn't talk about college football playoffs because, uh, one, I'm not the I'm not the biggest fan of the format to begin with. Um, the the playoffs in general, yeah, the term playoffs and and seeing seeing teams play in a in a playoff format yeah that's cool i mean for for the longest time coming you know people people wanted that and uh what what was it for 14 2014 i think is when it first came out so it it was it was definitely new you know it was definitely new on the spectrum and stuff and, and it was a cool thing to see um but strength of schedules conferences um and just just how you know how things are are broken down. I I just I, I don't really mess with the format. And and when I say format, I mean the four teams. Okay, um, I I guess that's literally that's literally the smallest you could go to have a playoff format. But like I said, um, whoever's in the committee, uh, what they go by. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and say there's favoritism, but I mean shit, you could have. I mean, Alabama goes undefeated compared to a, a Boise State who goes undefeated. Who's going to get in? C- come on. I, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to let y'all think it out. But, I mean, it, that's just how it is. I mean, 
or or even or even say that same Boise team beats uh you know say that Boise team goes undefeated and then Alabama goes what 12 and 1 13 and 1 whatever whatever the the regular season may be uh that Boise team could beat that one team that beats Alabama and guess who's most likely still going to get in I'm not going to say it but uh you know I'll let y'all have at it but Moving on to North Carolina beating uh, Virginia Tech 56-45. That was a shootout. Uh, what's funny about that is uh, all of the game day cast chose Virginia Tech to win. That was funny. Uh, for whatever reason, I did not. Uh, I was not able to watch this game, but Virginia Tech had three quarterbacks who played. Uh, North Carolina, Sam Howell. Uh, he had a pretty decent day. 18, 18 of 23, 257 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Michael Carter, I, I don't know him that well. Um, just going through the box score, looking at stuff, 17 carries for 200, 214 yards and two touchdowns when, uh, North Carolina rushed for 399 yards altogether. So the run defense for Virginia Tech did not show up whatsoever. Um, like I said, 399 rushing yards altogether. And 214 of that came from Michael Carter. So, shout out Michael Carter. Uh, like I said, 214 yards on seven carries, two touchdowns. The Red River Rivalry, I think is what it's called. Uh, Oklahoma goes on to upset Texas 53-45 to in four overtimes. Four overtimes. Now, unlucky me, I was not able to watch that. So, boo-hoo. Um, I... I actually, I, I, I chose Texas to upset, or no, I guess not with the upset, but I would have chose Texas because uh, Oklahoma in the past two games had been struggling. Um, Like I said, four overtimes. Uh, highest scoring game in their era, I believe. Uh, Sam Ellinger for Texas, he, he threw it 53 times uh, with 30 completions, 287 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions to go along with that. He also had... 23 carries, 112 yards, and four touchdowns. He was the leading rusher for Texas. Leading rusher with 112 yards and four touchdowns on the ground. Spencer Rattler uh, threw for 35 times, 23 completions, 209 yards, three touchdowns, and yes, one interception. And if I'm not mistaken, I believe Spencer has thrown an interception in, thrown at least one interception in all of the games. Um, cause I know, uh, I didn't watch this one, but the, the previous game, I, I can't remember who they played, um, threw an interception, uh, on the last drive to try and come back. And then I believe the week before that he did the same thing. Um, I don't know, I don't know what they're sitting at record wise right now, but if I, I, I'd put my money on that. He has thrown at least one interception in all their games. So Will Lincoln Riley and their coordinators and, you know, will they get all their schemes and stuff going? I, I'd say probably. I mean, it is Oklahoma. Uh, but like I said, weird season, man. Weird year. Weird circumstances. All that good stuff. Uh, TJ Pledger, uh, the running back for Oklahoma, he did have uh, 130, 131 yards on 22 carries with two touchdowns. So that went along to help them. Now, speaking of prime time, uh, number one, Clemson, number seven, Miami, which 
this primetime game kind of pissed me off because you could probably call me a hater of Miami just because, you know, they, they got this swag and they got this new coach and they got these, uh, these fucking turnover chains, which I mean, the idea is cool. The, don't get, don't get me wrong. The idea is, is awesome. I mean, you, you want your boys to celebrate. You want your guys to, you know, uh, feel accomplished for, you know, uh, coming up with a stop or this and that, whatever, yada, yada. But like, like a lot of people have asked, where the fuck is this money coming from? I mean, the, the most recent one, I, I think it's the one it's, it's got the logo. It's got the state, which I mean, you look at it. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. But I mean, it, it didn't really get, you know, it didn't really get pulled out a whole lot this last game. Um, and to go along with my point, Miami, uh, oh, Miami's back, you know, along with Texas, you know, every, you know, every other fucking week they're back, you know, which, you know, why are they back? You know, people saying, oh, they never left, you know, well, well, how are they back if they never left, jackass, you know, it is, it, it, it is what it is, man. Uh, they, they do, you know, they, uh, Derek King, you know, he's, you know, he's showing lights, he's showing flashes of, uh, uh, you know, being a good quarterback, you know, he's got wheels on him, this and that. Uh, offensively, I don't, I don't know a whole lot, um, when it comes to Miami, but to conclude my point, what pissed me off about Miami was this was their third straight primetime game. Third straight. Now, what, what was it? Before Clemson, they had, oh, who did they have? Off the top of my head, I, I'm horrible. Um, can't think of who they had before Clemson, but ended up winning, yes, in primetime. I think they put up, was it 40, close to 50 points against a team that they were favored to win anyways, but that that team ended up scoring 30, 35 plus. So Miami's defense, definitely not the best in the nation. Um, probably not even close. Um, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to get into the numbers and, and really look. But, yeah, I just, I don't know, man, when it comes to Miami, like, I, I, I just, I don't really fuck with them, I guess. You know, like I said, there, there's potential, and uh, I think it's Manny Diaz as their coach. Uh, they, they got potential, man, but I don't know. Against Clemson? Ah, come on. Oh, speaking of Clemson, Clemson wins 42-17 to of uh, on a Miami who had three straight primetime games for whatever fucking reason. Trevor Lawrence, 29-41, 292 yards, three touchdowns through the air, one on the ground. Uh, Travis Etienne, if I'm saying that correctly, 17 carries, a buck 49 on the ground along with two touchdowns. Clemson had three interceptions on defense, so Derek King, come on, man. Uh, 12 of 28, a buck 21 through the yard, zero touchdowns, zero touchdowns through the air, two interceptions. Uh, he did though have 14 carries, 84 yards, and a touchdown on the ground, and was the leading rusher. So, yeah, I think Miami kind of got exposed there. Uh, I'll have to check and look who they got next. Um, I, I I think as of right now, even with the even with Notre Dame in the conference, um, I'm not going to be surprised if this uh, if this season happens to play out that Clemson they roll on through, you know, get a playoff spot, and then you know, cream motherfuckers that 
you know, cream any motherfucker they have to play in the 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 one playoff game, you know, before the championship. So, uh, like I said before, I know I know I wasn't going to talk playoffs, but I just think you know being in the ACC, even even including Notre Dame, I I think Clemson's going to roll. Um, if Clemson rolls, like I said, the season plays out, uh, everything goes their way, they win it all. Uh, Trevor Lawrence probably number one pick overall. Uh, and there's rumors that the uh, the Jets would take him, which if I was Sam Darnold and I heard that, I'd give him two middle fingers and uh, I'd pack my bags. Because, you know, granted, uh, granted, Sam Darnold's not, you know, he's not MVP worthy at the moment. Um, he's still making mistakes. He's still making some poor decisions. Um, he's also getting fucking bodied because of that offensive line. So, uh, before... With, with that organization, man, you're, you're talking. Oh, yeah, we got Sam Darnold, which, which what they they took in the first round, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, maybe second, I don't know. But I mean, you're you're sitting here four or five games into this season, sucking ass, not having a win, but having a young guy who can make throws, uh, when permitted. But yet, you know, you got that guy sitting on the sideline. You know, he's out there. You know, he's trying to make plays for you with what he's got. Uh, you know, like I said, if I was him sitting there and and I heard what's being said, that's you know, that, for me, that's two middle fingers in my bags packed. I mean, go ahead. I mean, you're. I mean, granted, they're own four, own five, maybe whatever their uh, their seasons looking like with all this rescheduling and stuff. But regardless, uh, uh, a winless season. Um, I I think they got a pretty good pretty good quarterback in Darnold. Uh, but if I was him, uh, just pack my bag, send me elsewhere. Cause I mean, I mean, granted, we're we're only four games into the season, four games, four games into the season, and you're, you're jumping another what? A jumping another twelve? If, if they weren't if they weren't to win a single game, and talking about acquiring another quarterback, when you got Sam Darnold, you know, forget talking about getting a new quarterback. Go go out. I mean, you're, you're fucking New York. You got you're sitting on some sort of money. I'm sure. Some, you know, just just a little bit. Go go get some linemen, man. I mean, I don't know who who am I though? Who am I? Uh, but anyways, back to the point. Uh, Clemson rolls, gets into the playoffs. Um, at this point, with the, the crazy ass season, crazy ass schedule. Um, I know I wouldn't talk playoffs, but Clemson, Alabama for the championship. Eh, wouldn't be surprised. Speaking of Bama and my last little tidbit of information I have for y'all on this uh, first actual uh, episode of my podcast. Uh, Alabama and Ole Miss, man. Jeez Louise. Uh, 63-48. to Yes, Alabama put up 63, but also let up 48. 48, dog? On Nick Saban's head. And that's coming from Lane Kiffin. You know, the Lane train. Toot-toot. Damn, uh, 63-48, highest scoring regulation game in SEC history, which now, uh, about 85-90% of that game, I watched. Now, could I give two shits about Alabama or Ole Miss? No. But, it had, it had you want more, man, like Lane Kiffin, Alabama, uh, Nick Saban, what was it, 20-0 against, uh, former assistants, uh, Lane Kiffin, I, there's just something about Lane Kiffin, man, he, he's got that swag, he's got that attitude where it's like, Come on, you know. I mean, cause you know Nick Nick Saban's not one to, you know, he he's not one to usually toot his own horn. But uh, you know, you, you ask Lane Kiffin a question, he he's probably got a 
you know, he's probably got a, a comedic response or, or either straight to the point, you know. So, like I said, toot toot, lane train. Almost came away with it. Um, they they were saying, uh, Bama players were saying that uh, Ole Miss was stealing their, uh, their defensive signals. And it was funny because uh, I believe it was Lane Kiffin. He came out on Twitter or whatever platform it was. And uh, he was like, man, with as fast as we move, he's like, we, we don't even have time to interpret that kind of stuff. Uh, so pretty much saying, you can miss me with that bullshit. And then in that same tweet, goes on and uh, tags Alabama, tags Nick Saban or whatever, and tells him to go win the national championship. Like, if that isn't the most spiteful, I, I don't know if that's the word spiteful, but uh, if, if that's not the most spiteful, petty shit I've ever seen, like, and and that was, that's what I was saying, man, going back to Lane Kiffin, like, you, you, you can't hate the guy. He He's just here, uh, breathing the same air we are, trying to get his shit done, uh, go home, take a shit, take a shower, hop into bed, do it all again tomorrow. You know, he, he's that type of guy. Uh, Matt Jones for Alabama, he, uh, he went an impressive 28 of 32, 417 yards with only two touchdowns. Uh, Naja, Naja Harris, the running back for Alabama, excuse me if I, uh, mispronounced that. Uh, Mr. Harris had 23 carries, 206 yards, five touchdowns. Five. That's crazy. That's some, uh. That's some uh, playing NCAA 14 on a fucking freshman difficulty type shit. Uh, five touchdowns, man. That's crazy. Uh, so he keeps that shit up. Uh, e- even with this SEC only conference, man, two two hundred six yards, five touchdowns. Like, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna say he, he's gonna be in the Heisman watch. There, there, there's just no way. I mean, he, he cannot, he cannot not be in the watch. So, keep an eye, an eye out on him. Uh, Devontae Smith, 13 receptions, a buck 64 through the air, one touchdown. Uh, Mr. Jalen Waddell, uh, top, top prospect going into next year. Uh, he had six catches, a buck 20 through the air, but no touchdowns. Uh, speaking of Ole Miss, Matt, Matt Coral, Matt Corral. I think it's Matt Corral. Uh, 21 of 28, 365 yards, two touchdowns. Snoop Connor, yes, Snoop Connor, badass name. Uh, 21 carries, a buck 28 on the ground, two touchdowns. Uh, and to keep that going, uh, he won the only one with 100 plus yards on the ground. Uh, Jaron Ely, I think, if I'm saying that right. 19 carries, a buck 20, yeah, a buck 20 on the ground, two touchdowns. Um, Bama moves to 3 0, surprisingly. Ole Miss, uh, they stoop down to 1 and 2. Ole Miss had 647 total yards, which that meant Bama had 723 yards, if my if my facts are not mistaken, which is a whopping 1,370 yards combined. And it also is tied for the most points allowed under Nick Saban. So, like I said, man, crazy-ass slate this weekend. Uh, Lakers finally wrapped it up. Uh, some crazy fucking games in the NFL. Like I said, big ups to Dak. Uh, best of luck to him. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure if they get that surgery done right. I mean, I, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the timetable, but when the time drop my pen. Uh, when the time allows him, man. Um, I'm sure he'll be back better than ever. Um, still, still won't be the Packers, but you know what it is. Uh, Monday Night Football. 
Saints, Chargers, uh, Herbert's going to be starting. Uh, Michael Thomas will not be out there because um, he got he got in a, a probably a slap fight with a teammate, I guess. Whatever. Um, like I said, defending champ LSU got upset. Uh, Lakers wrapped it up finally. I don't even know what I'm going on about. Um, but hope this was uh, hope this is something y'all can put up with. Uh, it is Monday the twelfth, I believe. Monday the twelfth. Um, this will be probably hitting Spotify about noonish um, Central Time. Like I said, I do reside in Fayetteville, Arkansas. If I do happen to get any out-of-state listeners, um, any listener regardless, I appreciate it. Uh, I did jot all these stats down, all these numbers. Um, it was something constructive to do. Uh, me being able to sit here and talk my shit, that was kind of fun. Uh, got Colin Coward in the background. Uh, had my water, I'm sipping on coffee. Uh, actually got a jog in this morning, first time in a few weeks. So that felt good. Uh, had me some breakfast, finished up my notes, hopped on Anchor. Like I said, shout out Anchor, anchor.fm forward slash sports and shit podcast. If you are happen- happening to look for me through a browser, um, Spotify too. Um, you want to find me on Spotify, that will be Joseph Lashmit on Spotify. Uh, I don't know, if you type in sports and shit, it doesn't pop up. Um, also, there's other people with the, the name sports and shit, so wasn't wasn't as original as I thought. So like I said, Joseph Lashmet L A S H M E T T on Spotify, you will be able to find my sports and shit podcast. Uh Twitter at Joseph Podcast. Um this episode I'm gonna post on there on Twitter. I'm gonna post on my Instagram at OVO Brosive. I think it's OVO underscore Brosive. Uh that's my personal that's my uh my personal Instagram account. You know what it is. Uh and then, like I said, this will hit Anchor first, and then I will hopefully be able to get it over to Spotify. Like I said, uh, noonish o'clock Central Time. Uh, yes, just thank you, though. Thank you. Like I said, it was fun sitting here bullshitting, talk my own shit. Uh, hopefully in the future I'll have some uh, have some friends on or guests or whatever the hell you want to call them. But other than that... Um, Happy Monday to everybody. Uh, Saints Chargers tonight. I will take the Saints. Uh, give me 7-10 to 10 by the Saints because I think if the uh, the Saints don't get it right, Herbert can fuck around, th- throw for 250, 300 maybe. Uh, I think they got a handful of running backs, so uh, so if they got a committee, maybe, maybe keep a fresh running back in there uh, at all times. Um, but then again, you got Breeze slinging that thing. Uh, Alvin Kamara, you know, he don't fuck around. Uh, but like I said, Michael, Michael Thomas will be sitting out, uh, an altercation, I guess, whatever, whatever the hell that means. I don't know. Uh, but no Michael Thomas. So we shall see. Uh, like I said, give me, give me Saints seven to 10 points. Uh, Lakers won it up. Go Lakers. Like I said, happy Monday, October the 12th. This will hit around noon. Thank you everybody and have a good day.